worship you. We worship you forever and ever. Lord, we worship you. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. You're holy. You're mighty. You're wondrous, the Prince of Peace, Emmanuel, our safety, our refuge, that's who you creating space for you, for us to sing to the King words that we've never sung before and words that it's not prescribed so we're going to try that
Yes, I just saw in the spirit of the Lord, he's, he's breaking yokes this morning. He's breaking yokes this morning. And Jesus says, yoke is easy, is easy, his burden is light. Receive my sons and daughters, just receive my sons and daughters, just receive, just receive. Oh, I, I, receive my sons and daughters. Jesus knows everything, Jesus knows everything. His yoke is easy, His burden is light. Receive sons and daughters as the apple for the cry. That's the apple for the cry. Oh, receive, oh, receive, oh, receive. His yoke is easy, His burden is light. The world's falling out, the world is falling out, the world is falling out. Sing a new song, sing a new song, sing a new song. Oh, glorify the Lord, glorify the Lord. Oh, yes, Tumbling down, holds are tumbling down, holds are tumbling down. Receive, receive, receive. Oh, receive, oh, receive, oh, receive. Just receive, just receive. The Lord hears your cry, the Lord hears your cry. Hora yari asia, esira. Hora si, era si. Father, we thank you. 
Thank you, Jesus. So, so right now, we let Zinzi enjoy the presence of God, but I know he's busy working. He's busy healing. I'm going to do this quickly. <laughs> so, you might be here this morning and you might be wondering what is, what is, what is happening. <laughs> but when the Spirit of God comes, when the Spirit of God comes, He works in each and every one the way He wants to work. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'll take it from you. I'll take it. There you go. So let, let her go, let her go. I just want to keep you here, keep you here. Since you can even run out that way. Keep you here. This is what I... This is what I heard the Holy Spirit say. Some of you have been so heavy burdened that you've been walking with weights for the last couple of weeks. And the Lord wants to take off. He wants to take off the weights. Can you hear me at the back there, Raf? All right. He wants to take the weights off you. That's what freedom looks like. <laughs> So, there are many things that the Lord would want to take off you. And I'm going to ask you just to close your eyes for just a few minutes, quickly, a moment. Because I literally felt like a weight lifted off my shoulder. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, all that worries, all that worries... The voices that have been talking, bringing worries at night, worries at day. Father, we cancel every voice that has been tormenting minds. Father, in the name of Jesus. All the lies, Lord God. your eyes closed. Don't worry about what's happening around you. Worry about what's God doing inside you. What he's saying to you. So I saw a mountain of financial worries and I feel like that mountain has been staring many of us in the face and the Lord wants you to face that mountain. As Jesus said, speak to the mountain to move. 
This thing cannot hold you. It should not hold you. It cannot bring depression upon you. So we speak to that mountain right now, Father, in Jesus' name. Because your economy is not based on the economy of the world, Father. Your kingdom is higher than any other kingdom. Lifting off every burden. That's what Jesus does. Just behold him. So, just let the mind stop the mind. Hey, see, see through your spirit right now. Silence that mind. Every time, David, you're playing that thing. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the wind of, of like wings from angels. I don't know. As I was standing here, it's like. Wind that is just coming forth, and I literally, my spiritual eyes, I guess you could say, I saw angels standing just doing this. Just blow farther away all the confusion right now. Thank you, Jesus. For some, you just have to breathe in the peace of God. Thank you, Jesus. Can I can I sing a song? Since I'm gonna use a guitar. Thank you.
can only bow down. I can only but worship you. Worship you. I can only bow down. I can only lay down my life for who you are. It's for who you are. I will bless you, Lord. I will bless you, Lord. I will bless you. I will bless you, Lord. I will bless you, who you are. Who you Man, that you are so mindful, you gave your life for us. I am yours with all that I do, Lord. This life that I live, Lord, I can only. Can only but worship you, worship you. I can only lay down, I can only lay down my life for who you are, for who you are. I will bless you. I will bless you, Lord. I will bless you for who you are. I will bless you, Lord. I will bless you, Lord. I will bless you who you are. Who you are. So the song, actually wrote the song um, from that psalm that you read this morning, isn't it? What is man that you are so mindful of him? And I just saw, you know, when you behold him, everything that surrounds you is a song that says becomes like shadows in the light of you. We behold you, Jesus. So the the podcast. You are awesome. You are faithful. You are mighty. You are mighty. You are awesome. You are faithful. You are mighty. 
never far. He will draw near as you draw near to Him. Reaching your heart 
Thank you. 
Zinzi was just talking about the exchange where you could just bring your dry wells and and all the resources there um, you just have to bring it and God will exchange your dry wells then I, it just brought to mind Jesus' mission outlined in Isaiah 61 in which he spoke out when he was in the temple and he said this is happening when I'm here and it says the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because and that's why the spirit is given it's going to explain why the spirit is given the spirit is here and we can't judge how people receive the spirit and how they manifest the spirit but we'll know it's the spirit because this will be the fruit this is why the spirit is given And Jesus said, the way the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. So this is our mission. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. This is the exchange, whatever this is you need to exchange. To proclaim freedom for the captives. And release from darkness for the prisoners. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Yes. And the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. And provide for those who grieve in Zion. To bestow on them a crown of beauty. Instead of ashes. The oil of joy. Instead of mourning. And a garment of praise. Instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness. A planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor they will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated they will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations those generational blessings are are what the spirit is coming to give and that scripture also came to me where the lord says come let us reason together though your sins are red as scarlet they'll be white as snow And I just feel that is an invitation God is giving to us, has been giving to us through this whole service. Come, come, let us reason together. Come and do the exchange, whatever it is. Come and exchange your dry well for overflowing springs. Come and exchange whatever it is. God is so rich and happy and willing to do it. Thank you, Lord. just want to speak out of obedience I just have a sense the Lord is saying um, he is sovereign and he will mess around with the program and he will take whatever you have planned neatly and 
dismantle it and make it chaos. And he wants to be in an authoritative place to release freedom. The word is freedom, freedom, freedom. And I sense the Lord wants to not move away from this place. And it's the 1st of October and it's a double grace, the month, the tense month. And he wants to release freedom, double grace, to bring into your personal place where you have never been before. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> By the way, this is my cousin. <laughs> Go for it. Oh. So, my second name is Nonkululeku. And Nonkululeku means freedom. And so if you wonder about me, it's my name. My parents chose that name because of the times that we were in. But it's so symbolic of, like, I think they knew what I was going to do today. (laughs) Because Nonkululeku might be my name in my ID, but Nonkululeku is your name too. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you, Sensi. So you can continue waving flags at Jesus. It's okay, you know. We're totally fine with that. Um, this morning, we were going to share about uh, my wife and I. We are still going to, but we're going to do it slightly differently about wholeness. And um, this is my friend Jacques. <laughs> so Jacques, you want us to share your testimony? Okay, go for it. I'm going to stand with you. Thanks. So, I was actually hoping um, Pastor Tim forgot because I'm terrified <laughs> of this. Um, yeah, I'm always worried someone will laugh. Um, yeah, I'm, so forgive me if I don't look up. It's scary. Um, this might not be a perfect timeline, but I've moved 17 times in my life, but I've never not had a roof over my head. Um, Finances have always been tight, but I've never gone to bed hungry. Um, This year at work was really rough. Um, The company couldn't afford to pay us our salaries from April, May, June. And after the first week of July, they said, look, it's not safe to come to work because the guys are toy-toying and whatever. It's not safe. So you sit at home in July like you know what's happening when can I come back to work and then it's August and in August they applied for liquidation and the job I do is sort of a niche to where I was working other aluminium companies don't do it so like sure how how am I going to get a job Um, but in those five months I've never missed a debit order Yesterday, I was paid my first salary in five months. Um, 
August last year, I couldn't afford my medication. And I went through two weeks of turmoil. All I could think about every day, every hour, was suicide. Every day. And nothing was good enough to stop me from thinking about it. Not my family, not my kids. The only thing that stopped me was God. Um, The fear of eternal damnation, that was the only thing. It was rough, it's the scariest thing, but a year later, here I am. That's God. That's God. I look at the past 36 years of my life and it's been rough. It's My dad wasn't the best father figure. He did a lot of bad stuff, but he was my best friend. I've had um, a major anger issue my whole life. My whole life I've had this rage that would come out and I'd go mad, break things. And But in 2021, I got to see a really good doctor and I was able to see through their help that it's anxiety and depression and insecurity that would bring this out. But I haven't had an episode in a year. I've been calm. It's been rough, but the blessings, there's so many things I could tell you guys that with the rough stuff, there's been so many things I've come through. And God reminds me, look at what I brought you through. Why do you think I won't take you further? I mean, blessings. I look at my two little girls. They are, I think they are the most gorgeous things in the world. Karen is my best friend. See, I could be here for hours. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out. It's scary. It's, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Can go. Thanks. Can we pray? Lord, we just uh, bring you up before you. Bless you in the name of Jesus. Um, may the peace of God rest upon you always. Um, may you find the full of the fruit, the, the full fruits of the Holy Spirit. May it just flow over you now in Jesus' name. May it come out of you every day, always. May the Lord, may the Holy Spirit open your heart to the Scriptures that He wants to remind you of on a daily basis 
and um, just declare the covenant of that Jesus gave to us over you, that his, his body broken for you and, um, and his blessing is for you. And so we bless you in Jesus' name. We bless you. May you um, may you cultivate your heart so that the, the seeds that he's planted grow and um, become strong and produce fruit that um, blesses everyone. And uh, may the, the light of the Lord shine through you always and on you. May his scriptures be in your mind so that it guides your feet, your path on a day-to-day basis. And we bless you in Jesus' name. So, um, the Lord has basically changed the whole program, but we saw, yeah, we surrendered to him. Can I, can I quickly get that, um, the laptop, the laptop, yeah. So, Shabai and I, um, we were, we were going to kick off the relationship series, but I think our first relationship was with the Lord anyway. <laughs> so, he did a lot this morning, but, um. You know, people normally say, um, when you get married, <laughs> they say, um, no, your wife completes you, you know, or your husband completes you. And, and we actually, this morning, we want to just kind of demystify that because it's actually your wholeness that is in Christ that completes you. Um, and I think a, lo- a lot of times um, when we go into relationships, we sometimes, whether it's a marriage or a friendship or, a, you know, um, yeah, just maybe acquaintance or could even be a working relationship. But we, we, we go in most sometimes wanting something that will complete us, that will fulfill us. And um, it's actually not that that will fulfill you. We normally say, and I know we speak a lot about this, but your identity is in Jesus. And so, you know, when you're trying to find things, even in a relationship to fulfill you and to complete you, I don't know about you, but I normally get very disappointed. Because I realize that one plus one equals one. Can I explain that? If I'm not whole, and my wife is not whole, then we can't be whole together. Sometimes, you're going to talk as well. We'll be doing a summary version, okay? Sometimes we think, I'm half whole, she's half whole, and we're going to become whole. But I don't know if you ever were in a relationship like that, but what normally happens then is that the half hole and the half hole actually starts to do this. And you start to... <laughs> you pull each other down. Or you, it, it's what we call codependent relationships, you know. Um, and so the father wants us whole individually. Matthew 19 says, Jesus says, he says, haven't you read, he replied, that at the beginning the creator made them male... And female, and he says, 
For this reason, a man will leave his father and his mother and be united to his wife. And the two will become one flesh. Not the half and half becomes whole. So, we normally, um, when we do premarital, eh, we normally speak a lot about this because if you can find yourself whole in Christ, then any relationship is going to be a lot better. <laughs> and, I, and I actually felt this morning that that was God was God was already doing. He was bringing wholeness. Um, so I was going to ask a few questions now. I'm going <laughs> to, I, I sent you the, the, the questions, love, but I don't know if you read it. I did. You did, okay. <laughs> so I, I was being cheeky. I'm going to give you this mic now. I was being cheeky. I'm not going to ask all the questions, but it's okay. Because of time, but my number nine question. <laughs> my number nine question was, what made you decide to marry Tim? So I'm going to drop that one now. <laughs> it was only the Lord. <laughs> I love you, but... So, um, love, what I am going to ask you, because we wanted to share... We're not going to wait too long, so we can stand. We wanted to share with you... Um, well, mainly her life, life story, because you heard a lot about me. But um, we wanted to talk about before we met each other. Oh, there we go. I, I still don't get he's got the ear thing. Why can't <laughs> you know, just go with it. Just go with it. Go with it. It's on. Now? Here we go. So, so, so just in, very shortly, tell it's us funny. a little bit. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your upbringing in Gweru, Zimbabwe. Um, you sent me the list and then I read it last night and then sat in a flat panic for like two hours, like thinking, what am I going to share? Because my, um, I'm also a very detail-oriented person. That's why he's saying keep it short. Um, and then also my sister is sitting here. So she knows whatever I'm going to say, she knows. Um, but as I was sitting this morning, the, the Lord was just like the more the re- repetition of freedom, 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 freedom. So I feel I'm going to share my story from that per- perspective, what freedom looks like. Um, I grew up in a really good home. When I say a really good home, I mean that my parents were born again, loved Jesus, were on mission when they conceived me. So I've been in a Christian home for, for as long as I can remember. And um, they were very... Uh, intentional in their parenting to raise us godly in a godly way um but the town that i grew up in was very small where's andrew is andrew here andrew sample andrew sample comes from guiru just like i do um and cezanne um and I, i whenever older people talk about the freedoms that they had like I was able to ride. I don't know how my parents let me do this. We, I was seven, eight years old, able to ride my bike across town and come back, go to my own swimming lessons, take myself there, come back and um, be home at when the lights went out. Um, and hey, when the light, sorry, when the lights came on. 
Thanks, Ace. Um, and, and being able to, and, and went to a Christian school, Psalm 8, Psalm 8 that, that, that we were reading, I learned in grade 4, off by heart. So I know it off by heart because that's the kind of school that we went to. Um, was involved in church, in ministry. And so when I say what freedom looks like is that my, my parents were, were very strict and routined and, um, and godly in their approach to parent me. Um, some, we hated it sometimes because it was very hardcore. Um, but in those parameters, and, and it, it helped us understand, we woke up at six, quarter to six every morning, had family devotions every morning at six. The only day was, was a Saturday that we wouldn't have to, and then we wake up early to watch TV. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> and and they would teach us. They would teach us how to pray. They would teach. Um, they they every supper we sat together and had supper as a family. My father made us breakfast every morning. Um, we were we had to do classical music. We, and that was uh, sport every day, uh, school every day, two hours of musical practice every day. Um, it it was intense. Um, and and still. Within that, we felt loved, we felt provided for. We came from a middle class, upper middle class family. So when I pointed him, I'm thinking, because he's told you about his story of, of coming from a, a less privileged background. I came from a privileged background. Um, my parents provided really well. Well, let me say the Lord provided for us. And they were able to, we went through times where there wasn't a lot. And we had to trust... They, they took us with them on their faith journey of we have to sell half of what we have in our house so that we can cope and we're going to trust God for ways for him to provide. Um, and they, they, they brought us along on that, um, understanding that God was our provider, not my parents. Um, and oh, what else do I say? Um, and just just... I think within, within having the strict boundaries of our everyday life, as well as being given the freedoms to go where we wanted to during the day, I, 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 was, I was sitting at the back and just realizing that that's what Father God has for us in terms of he's given us boundaries, he's given us routine, there's disciplines that we have to exercise in our everyday life and my upbringing, upbringing has been able to, um, to just uh, understand him more and what his word is. His word is strict. His word is you have to be in it routinely. And then you still get to have the freedom. And I mean, I'm in generational freedom. My children benefit because I'm, like, because I'm a third generation born again. It, it's they they they. The freedom is, is that I have nothing to, no, no mess to get through other than to break it for the next generations and hold on to God's promises for that. It's, um, and, it, we are, and, and then bringing that and then coming here, Zimbabwe, uh, homosexuality is illegal. So having an environment where it was squeaky clean, like, like there was no... If they were doing it, it was behind very closed doors and whatever. And, pro- and prostitution was also illegal, so I didn't get to see any of that. Um, coming from a squeaky clean environment and then coming here, 
Oh, please understand. I told the youth on Friday that also, please understand that I wasn't a godly person. Hey, some of the, the, the youth that were there, they heard how yucky I was. If God hadn't saved me at six years old, your shame. Um, and I'm talking all over the place. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, if coming from a squeaky clean environment and then coming here to Cape Town, having that upbringing has helped me to be solidly strong, to know who I am, know what I want, know who provides for me, know who, who protects me, know who, um, who to listen to. Like I, 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 I do not go through stuff without asking God first. There is, like even with him, <laughs> to this day, there's stuff that like, we go through things and I get upset, I get hormonal, I get your, I love this man, but your guys. <laughs> and, then, and then the decisions that we make, the stuff that we carry, the, 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 the way that we walk, the chil- like the, our children that we're, being, that we're raising, I, I can't do anything without asking him first and how he wants me to do it. Um, that, that, and that I am... That is me. That is that is Chave. Whether I had gotten married or not, that's the way I would have been. Like I would, I, I think God made me marry him to teach me more. Um, I would have been a yes. The Lord saved me from a lot of stuff by marrying. He saved me by from a lot of stuff by getting me saved when I was six, because it is some get saved from stuff, some get saved through stuff, and um, some get saved. To do things like, yeah. It's good. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. What else? So, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go through the whole thing, um, but we are gonna over the next couple of weeks begin to have a few couples up here and individuals, and we're gonna just ask them their life story as we speak about relationships. But what I wanted to read to you, come closer quickly now, is Colossians 2 verse 9 to 10. And I think, again, I just look at what God has done this morning, and, um, and I want to seal what he's done with this scripture for you. Colossians 2, 9 and 10 says, For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. Listen. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. Now, what, this is such a powerful um, verse because all the fullness of Christ lives in bodily form in you. And this is, this is what life is all about. When you're able to walk out the fullness of Christ, and we don't always get this right, and we'll hear some more stories over the couple of weeks We don't always get this right, but that's our heart's desire. That the fullness of Christ will live through us in everything we do. And it says, and he is the head over every power and authority. And so there cannot be oneness in any relationship when there isn't wholeness in you. This morning, I know wholeness doesn't, you know, God starts the journey, it's a journey towards wholeness. He starts the journey and then he walks you out through that journey 
and he teaches you and survey will teach me he'll use her to teach me and use me to teach her but you use friends around you to teach you um before i make one big statement i think it's important for this church to know um i want to say this quickly that healing streams is a part of that journey counseling Suzanne Schittel does is a part of that journey but it's the walking out that you walk into wholeness with Jesus it doesn't happen in a two hour thing it doesn't happen in a service of you know uh, two hours it's a continual walking out and so I know that here is someone in my life who is continually reminding me to walk out this wholeness I walk towards it but we wanted to say this being married is not the pinnacle yeah. of your wholeness so I want to break this because I know in this church there are single people and some of you might even have been called to singlehood and that might be and that's absolutely nothing wrong Because what Colossians is saying is that the fullness of Jesus who completes you is in you. And so it's beautiful to be married. It's hard. It's beautifully hard to be married. (laughs) But it's not the the completeness of life. And I feel it's important that the church says this. Because I know it can be damaging to a lot of people. Particularly if you are a widow, widower, or maybe you've just been single. Well, we've got amazing people. Yeah. I'm looking, you know, Veronica. Amazing woman of God that's never been married. But the Lord is in you, uses you like anyone else who might be married. And so when we go into this relationship series, we don't want it to become a, um, you know, you've got to be married to find fullness and you've got to, we want to break that now today yeah. in Jesus' name. We will have married people come up and speak about their lives, but we'll also have single people come up to speak about their lives. Because ultimately, we want to follow Jesus. Yeah. And we want Jesus to make us whole. Yeah. So I'm going to land there, love. Uh, I had such amazing questions, man. Two hours, bro. I, uh, uh, I was awake uh, for two hours <laughs> prepping for these ten questions. And, and you know, I thought I'm going to. Ke- this is on camera. This is this is like recorded for life. Why did you choose term? It is number there? nine. <laughs> but I'm not going to listen. I'll go there. <laughs> okay. So, Mr. B wants this question and answer. You want to ask a question, Mr. B? <laughs> Must go through them. Mr. B, we're going to invite you and Yvonne, Aunt Yvonne over. <laughs> no, we'll see how the couple of weeks go. We'll see how the couple of weeks go. But can I pray for you? Can we pray for you? The Lord, the, the Lord touched many lives this morning. Um, and I'm, I'm going to hand over to Derek to do the formalities. <laughs> so um, thank you for reminding me, Bertram. But um, Zinzi, thank you for your obedience. Where are you? 
There you are. Okay. I'm jealous of your roller coaster, by the way. <laughs> Thank you for your obedience. I always end up crying. <laughs> so let us pray. Sorry. Let us pray. Because God, you are so real. And we want you to be real in this house, Lord. We want you to be real in our lives, Father. Lord, I pray that every person sitting here, Father, in whatever way you touch their lives, that we, you would protect that today. That, Father, you'd always bring us back to this place where we find our fullness and completeness in you. So, whether it may be, you know, it may be your talent or your gifting, it may even be a relationship that you're in, it may be your work, it may be something, but make a commitment before the Lord now to say that you'll never substitute him for anything. That Jesus, you would be our fullness. And I pray, Lord, that even as we leave this place, that we will always find that atmosphere that we had this morning where we can just love on you and let all the worries and concerns of this world and leave it at your feet, Jesus. I pray that you bless every home, every family, every individual in this house, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So I'm going to hand over to you, Derek. Okay, thank you. So the script says I must welcome everybody here this morning. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but I do actually, just before we end the service, do want to welcome anybody who's new to visiting us this morning, and we're going to hand out uh, the bags with thousand offerings while we do this. So if anybody is new, uh, and this is your first time, please, would you mind raising your hand so that we can give you a small welcome pack, and uh, somebody will give you a small welcome pack soon. All right, um, we have some birthdays today. We've got two today. So Yolanda Miller and John Harris, happy birthday. Okay, uh, tomorrow is Bruce Duplessis, on the 4th is Matthew September, and on the 7th is Katie Steed and uh, Kian Fasaki. Alright, uh, oh, uh, after the service we have a members, a Father's House Christian Fellowship special members meeting. So if you're a member of the church, please uh, grab some coffee and join us back in this hall. Um, the, we will have somebody that can look after the kids in the minor hall. So um, afterwards, just grab some coffee and join us back here, please. Um, then we have Bible school tonight at five, from 5 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Um, and then classics on Friday from 9, uh, start between 9 for 9.30 at uh, Jack Miller Park. Uh, please bring and share picnic basket and a camping chair. All right, next Sunday after the service, there'll be a quick uh, Shine Parent meeting. Uh, I, I, I assume here in, the, in this auditorium again. And then we've, there's the, the Royston and Friends live in concert. Okay, um, that's next Sunday as well at uh, 5 o'clock. 
tickets are available at Quicket, and I think you'll get email with a link, I think, sent, sent through to everybody. Okay, then we're looking for people, for volunteers to help with multimedia or sound or hospitality and shine. Um, we want to have training on the Saturday the 14th at 9 o'clock. So if you're interested, there is a link that will also be emailed to you. Please can you register for that and join us at church at, uh, in serving God through these various ministries. Okay, and then um, I just want to go over the, the regular meetings and then we'll talk about the Connect Nights right at the end. All right, so we've got our regular meetings, which is youth on Friday at 7 o'clock. Connect groups, Didi's going to talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, ladies meeting every Wednesday at 9.30 at the church. Healing streams, please make an appointment. We heard about it. Uh, Tim spoke about, about it just now. Please don't be shy about making an appointment. Um, Mom's Connect group, last Saturday of the month from 2.30 to 4.30. Please contact the church office for details. And counseling and marriage counseling, please speak to Jose or Cheryl uh, or also contact the church office. All right. Um, then we've got our, our normal service next week, which is uh, Sunday the 8th of October. And then um, every Sunday at 8.30 we have corporate prayer before the service right here. So if you come a little bit earlier, then you can join everybody in the corporate prayer for this meeting. Uh, so we just want to, before we end off, can we, have, can we pray for the tithes and then we'll do the connect group. All right, do you want to pray for them? Me? Okay. <laughs> All right, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we just bless you. Thank you that you've provided for us and you've given to us in abundance. We pray that you would receive this gift and uh, multiply it for your purpose, for the furtherance of your kingdom, and may you be glorified through it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, Didi is going to talk about connect groups and then close. Thank you, DG. That's not Director General, that's Derek Gardner. Thank you, DG. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. Appreciate it. Part of, part of being a family and part of being a community and follower of, followers of Christ is that wholeness that you spoke about. And we can't really do this on our own and live in silos and live disconnected. So from the 11th of October, we're going to have Connect Nights, and it's called Connect Nights. And essentially, all the current growth groups are going to come, here to get, come together here. And everybody else, obviously, that hasn't joined a connect group or growth group is more than welcome to come out. And we're almost going to have like a mega connect night because it's very hard to connect to people in a two-hour service and get to know people. And it's good for us to get to know one another as a community and as just followers of Christ around the simplicity of the centrality of Christ. That sounds good. Hey, speak, oh, sorry, uh, tweet that one, no, exit, what's it called these days? So we're going to come together here, 11th of October, we just have a little bit of worship, just a small little sermon, and we'll go into little groups and talk about it, how that's impacted your life, and then have some ministry time with each other and pray for one another and love on one another, it's going to be wonderful, I'm really excited about it, and as we go, we'll go until the end of November, every Wednesday there'll be somebody else sharing just a little word. And then we pray, we just love on each other and, you know, just bless one another and do the good, gooey, Christian, wonderful, loving things. Praise the year. So may the Lord bless you and keep you as you go into the Sunday. Remember, we've got a meeting just after this, but enjoy the Sunday. Enjoy the time with your family. Go Boca. I had to put that in there. <laughs> but have a wonderful Sunday.
Huh? There's no coffee? There's no coffee. Next week. And because there's no coffee, I know Bertram will organize us some donuts. Just because. Praise God. Amen. Have a wonderful Sunday.